Blast. We're here. The boys are back, and we're doing another episode of Loud About Nothing. Okay, okay, okay. It's me. It's your boy. It's the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game, that fucking Thotty Bubadi, Sebi Chianti himself, Seabass Provolone, Sebastian Canelli. Okay? Okay, 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 okay. You're wondering, is he here? And he is here. And he is looking cute to boot. He's wearing the shirt that his biceps pop out the sleeve. So you know my nephew is looking nice today. He may not be blood, but he is family. Give it up for Robbie, boy. Robbie, say what's up. What's up, Sebastian? Robbie, you know what we do when guests come on? Straight fucking moguls, bro. Only <laughs> the fucking funniest, only the hottest, only moguls. And today is no difference, okay? This dude, when I was at UCB... He probably had the fucking funniest show I've ever seen at UCB there, right? Him and Aaron, Aaron Jackson had literally the funniest fucking show. I remember the first time they did it, the whole audience stood up at the end. And you don't get standing ovations at UCB. You've seen him on the opposition, two dope queens he's done stand-up on. It's the beautiful Josh Sharp. Josh, what's up? Sebastian, I just want to echo your earlier sentiments. Everyone on the panel tonight looking great. Yes. Uh, it's. I mean, funny you gotta, is number- you- Feeling hot is the key to being hot, you know? Yes. And you know what? Okay, this is interesting. Robbie is thinking about getting a mullet, and you're rocking a mullet right now. Yeah, and actually, I just, you know, like two weeks ago, I was like full Billy Ray Cyrus, like down to my shoulders, and then Uh I just got a trim. So now I sort of have this little, like, baby mullet again, but it's very, like, scuzzy in a way that I didn't expect that I'm really vibing on. Very Uh Bushwick, very, you know. Yes, it feels like the Lower East Side in like the 90s. You know? I feel sort of punky and it, it's um it's working for me. But I think I'm going to be in a phase of sort of just like regenerative mullet where I'm going to grow it out for okay. like three or four months and then take it back to this and just keep sort of like a phoenix, like a cyclical, oh. you know. <laughs> now that I know this baby mullet works too, I'm like, let's start here and let her go for a few months until she's Billy Ray Cyrus again. And then, you know, trim her back. Of course. you. Have- I say go for it. Tis the season for mullets. All the boys are doing mullets and I'm for it. Robbie, maybe I'll try it. You I was consider- it, I was just looking for any positive reinforcement, but no one has been able to give that to me. And here, Sebastian, and I scream and get a mullet, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. Not? All right, <laughs> I might do it. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Come to your boys first for stuff like this. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, because he he did ask he he asked a couple of girls and they, they negged him on it. And I hmm. think that that's them flirting with him, to be honest. Well, also, I don't know. Let me speak to your culture, because I know mostly gay people. And I feel like the <laughs> mullet is definitely in in my circles. And I don't okay. know that it's in in the same way in the straight circles. So they might just it might be foreign to them. But you, they don't know that you're going to come in sort of trailblazing by doing Trail. something <laughs> queers have been doing for two years. Yeah, you know, which in is usually how it happens. Be an idol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually went home to North Carolina and my dad was like, what's with the mullet? And I was like well, this is sort of in in Brooklyn. And then I was like, and also if you look around dad in rural North Carolina, it stayed in here. Like this is one of the few times that I sort of like bridge the gap where I'm like, look good to my high school friends and to Brooklyn queers. And only my dad is in the middle. Like, I don't know what this is, you know? <laughs> so I think you time. can help sort of usher it in, in, in your world. Robbie, I think you should. I mean, I will say this gay culture is always ahead of the times versus straight culture. Well, because we just, well, this is, I don't know that this is, I'm sure we could find out if this is true, but broadly uh-huh. speaking, you're right. Gay culture is ahead of straight culture because we usually rip off black women and they're always ahead of all of us. A hundred percent. Yeah. Historically, that's sort of what gay people do is take what black women did and then turn it into something that straight people feel comfortable stealing. <laughs> and there it is. We're that's all thieves. Evolution. We're just all yes. thieves. Yeah. Is my point. Yes. We're all thieves. And then by the time all the losers are doing it, then it's back cool on another crowd. Yeah. It's phenomenal. 
But Josh, yeah, go for the mullet. Sebastian, what are you what are your goals for summer as far as, you know, any any um aesthetic. any tweaks? Yeah, aesthetic goals. And Hair. it doesn't have to be changes. Just like what are you gonna, you know, lean into? Here's the deal. I'm doing one, I'm 31 years old now. So I'm doing skin. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Josh. I'm doing skincare. So every day I'm using sunscreen. That's a big one. I That's a big one. Sun bum. I don't know if you what you use. I use the sun bum. I just use the Neutrogena face stuff. Interesting. I, I don't know you- that it's actually better. It makes me feel like it's better because it says like breakout free on it might be full of bullshit and just like a fancy <laughs> font. You know what I mean? But that's what I use. A girl sent me a whole skincare routine. I trust. She mailed it all to my house. It's what she does. And she's vegan. Doesn't do. She doesn't do uh, any animal. Pro- she's very. You got to wear conscious. the sunscreen every day on the face, even in the winter, even if you're not outside for long. That is like a yes. secret I learned also too late of being like, oh, yeah. Because yeah, it's not I even just paying have- dividends now. It's like for 20 years from now that you're yeah. trying to do this. It's preventative. That's what that, uh, TikTok has taught me. Everything is preventative. Once it's okay. happened, it, we're too late. We're too it's far too gone. Late. Once you notice yeah. the wrinkles. Yeah. And I think my hair is pretty long right now. I'm wearing a hat because it's at an awkward long stage. Uh-huh. I'm looking to go in the next couple of weeks to like a salon or something and for them to shape it a little bit. Okay, I like that. But keep it long, like just reshape, it, lose yes. some weight, not some length. Exactly, exactly. Like like maybe a, a layer or something. Or fi- I'm trying to figure it out. I've been wearing hats because it's in this weird in-between stage. But I think this might be the summer where I'm push- flipping my hair back. I think you would look great like that, Sebastian. Josh, I think you should go for it. This is why I love having you because it's silly. He did do his hair for five minutes before you came on and then put a hat on. And I was like, oh, I guess you got shy. I got this second. phenomenal brush. I look at this this brush. It's, wow, it's, that's a great I, looking brush. Thank you, Josh. Honestly, I feel so good. <laughs> you only make me feel nice. What are what are my other goals? Um, I'm probably still gonna be at my parents' house because they have a pool. Okay, that's good. A pool summer. You gonna so, go to the beach too? Are you a beach girl? No, I am not a beach girl. Oh, I, I'm a you, big beach girl, but I'm a pool girl too. Uh, see, I, I, the problem with the beach for me is. I'm a thick boy and I feel uncomfortable just sitting in my bathing suit all day. Sure. You need the option to go mm-hmm. in and out to be I at the pool, but be able to go in and put the shorts on if you want. A hundred percent. And, but you are a thin, uh, you're a thin boy. Okay. Yeah. I'm a thin boy. Yes. So, I mean, that's why I think people with better bodies like the beach more than the pool. If I'm yeah, honest. sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, what's I bought I decided to buy a speedo thong this year for the first time because wow. I started biking last year and I think it's I don't know that this is true it might be fully psychosomatic but I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like your ass is fat girl so okay. I've decided I've decided to really <laughs> lean in it truly might be like only one third of one percent bigger but to me I'm like you've got a big juicy biking ass so I bought a speedo <laughs> thong so I could really show it off at respeech wow I am about I, I'm about this bro I th- I think that if your ass looks pretty good, you should be showing it off. If Even if it looks anything, bad. Yes. Show I'm, it all off, I think. I think it's, again, being hot is feeling hot. So, like, honestly, it's just, like, you being, like, yeah, this is hot is, like, two-thirds of the battle. What's going on in the front of this bathing suit, though? It's, um, oh, wait, hold on. I'll yeah. show you. I'm not going to yes. put it on, but one second. Don't put it, uh, you don't have to put it on, but, wow. This is, we're getting a fashion, we're, we're, we're literally... This is the first time someone's brought out garments on the podcast. <laughs> this is very exciting. Okay, audience, I'm back. I found it because um, oh it just God. came in the mail. Um, so as you'll see, it's sort of a, hold on, sort of a pink zebra print. 
Wow. Tell me that's not great. So it's sort of a speedo <laughs> front. You know, I got many speedos. You got to have a lot of speedos if you're going to the yeah. gay beaches, but then it's got a full thong back, you know? Wow. wow. So the ass is going to be out this summer. Okay, here's my question. I've never worn a thong before. Where does that, does that just lie on top or does that so, go inside? Me neither. And it sort of does both. I felt like I truly have never, I have had lots of Speedos, but they're full ass coverage. I mean, barely, but at least, you know, it's that's yeah, sort yeah. of the point. But this, um, I only tried it on yesterday to see if it fit. And then um, because I would not say it necessarily came from the most reputable of dealers. I love it, but it was from internationaljock.com, which who knows what their deal is. So I was like, honey, you're washing this thing. In the world. You're washing this thing twice before you actually wear it. You know what I mean? It was like, I was on for like 15 seconds to be like, does she fit? And I'm like, it's gone. Cause Lord knows how many other people have tried this on before it was sent to me. You know what I mean? Yes. So I would say it, it does sort of wedge into the crack, but it's, uh -huh. it's still like on top of it. It didn't feel like a full like wedgie, but it's certainly because it's just that one little strip. I guess if you had the one that was like truly a string, for sure yeah. it's in there. This yeah, felt like in between where it's sort of like it forms in, but it isn't like full wedgie mode. Okay. I'm going to talk about butts for a second too. I'm so happy we got to talk about I like... This is, I, I'm not a thong man. I, not for me. I'm talking about for people I'm attracted to. I don't okay. like thongs that much. I like the boy shorts where the cheeks are hanging out at the bottom. Okay. That's fun. The hottest thing for me is not top boob, but bottom boob and not, to, not full ass, but bottom ass. I just you're, like the bottom. You're bottom for both for the, yes. for top and bottom. You want to see the bottom sliver and not the top sliver. A hundred percent. I don't so You want a gal in a little crop top with a little sort of sticking out the bottom a little bit. A hundred. I used to hook up with a girl, and I used to ask her to put on her crop top shirt where the boobs hang at the bottom. <laughs> That's fun. I, I love this take. I vibe on that take. I think it's. I. I you know why? Because it's the road less traveled. The bottom of the boob. I think that's true. I can't say that I like, I think if I saw me in this, I might not be like, I'm attracted to that. I think it does look a little goofy, but also hot. And that's sort of the bridge I want to do, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. serving full hot is embarrassing. I think like you have really? to be a little bit like, I know this is hot, but also like, I want to look like a fucking idiot. That's sort of what, where I like to occupy for well, me. That, that's why you picked a bit good print. The print is yeah. playful. It's, it's like I love a, a Speedo with like a true like grandma's clip on earrings. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes. full costume uh, jewelry. I have a bunch. <laughs> two summers ago, that was my fashion story for summer was clip on earrings because one, you cannot buy a clip on earring that looks chic. Like if it's a clip on, it's made for a grandmother to like take one ear off so she can answer the phone. Do you know what I mean? So it's like none of them look cool at all. They're all like garish, like full art teacher, like kooky aunt with two glasses of white wine like that is the look and then also they're fun because they're social because then people don't know their clip-ons they're like those are cute and you can take them off and be like try them on give them a spin and then you oh. sort of like like when you're out at the beach or at the club or something it was very fun to sort of like i would usually bring like three pairs because they all were like two dollars at a thrift store yeah. and then give them to people and sort of like you know if it comes back it's nine if it's not you know god That's bless that's so fun i the, the beach that's what i liked it was like full like you can see every crack and crevice of my cock and balls and then like true grandma earrings was like sort of the vibe I was serving that summer and I might just serve it again because at this point it feels like we skipped a year it's like yeah people so that are was like, your are you last new clothes yeah exactly people are buying new clothes and I'm like I think I'm just excited to wear the clothes again that I've forgotten about you know yeah that's amazing I mean this clip on earring thing sounds inspired do you have your ears pierced or is it just no no. And so some of it is probably fear of commitment but I also just like the style of clip-ons more 
you're you're scared. A lot of the gay boys like to pierce an ear, and that's certainly in. And they have like one long dangly thing, and that looks fierce. But then I sort of like that. I'm like, I don't see a lot of the dolls with true like. I have some that are like full like six inch paper mache like art teacher nonsense. So I think those are sort of fun. <laughs> I think those are fun too. I have an ear pierce. I have one earring uh, pierce, and I want to switch up my earring. I don't know what to do. So this is uh, this might be a good question. What should I be doing right now? Well, if, if you want to cop the gays, I feel like they like the one long dangly one which really does look cool like a, like a like a short little chain that has like something on the bottom it's like what a lot of the gay boys do i think i might need to do that i think you know what the thing is people make fun of my fashion choices sometimes i feel like you would look good with like a fake diamond stud though too i have that okay yeah okay I'm but i guess that does feel a little staten island to me and it's not a- in a, not in a derogatory way like that just feels like a staten island guy who's doing it right yes but i don't i want to be outside of that bubble a little bit the high school kids at the gym that I go to all have the long dangly earrings with with the cross, but Jesus on the cross. Oh, I just love cross, that. Actually, but Jesus I was on the cross. I love that because the cross is really popular. Yeah, no, the cross by Jesus. itself. Jesus is the full crucifix. Uh-huh. Jesus is like saying, "Lest there be any doubts of what yeah. the cross this is, yeah. <laughs> it's yes, the one Jesus exactly. died on." Is that a sloppy plus sign? No, 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 no. No, no. Lowercase <laughs> t. No, ma'am. No, no, Jesus no, no. Died here. <laughs> yes, you should do that. Maybe you get a Jesus. Wait, you only have one ear pierced. One, yeah. Dang, I was gonna say. Well, you could do two piercings in the other ear and hang Jesus on one and the two thieves on the other. Who's the two thieves? Come on. In the Bible, Jesus was in the middle and there were two other. They never talk about it, but there were two other dudes who were crucified at the same time for thieving. They never talk about it. How am I uh, supposed to know this? Thing? I mean, it's in the Bible, oh, but because it, yeah. they weren't the Messiah who rose again from the dead and, you know, uh-huh. forgave all our sins. Nobody really knows their names, but it says in the Bible that he was like hung there and there were also two thieves. So also you- imagine being like the wife of one of the thieves there, like <laughs> when like everybody else is there for Jesus. But yeah, there were two thieves at the crucifixion There's as well. There's just a crowd and it's like, I need to she's see like, my husband. Please. Yeah, she's like, Frank was popular. It's like, yeah. no, honey, they are not here for Frank. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I should do? I should actually get like the nose, the uh, the nose, and do Jesus from the nose, and the yes, two and the two thieves on, on the, the ears, because I do think Jesus iconically is in the middle. You know, hundred like percent. When you're seeing it again in full, just like iconography, like Jesus is now white, even though he wasn't. It's like for sure he is in the front, and they're behind him like the Supremes. You know what I mean? Like he is uh, Diana Ross, and uh-huh. they're like a couple feet behind on either side, just sort of like waiting to do that number. You know, but he is the show when you see it depicted. Wow, I, I think I think I might need to do this. This might have to be my new summer look. And no, that would it, be really good. It would be hard to talk because I would constantly have a Jesus dangling in, a, <laughs> in and out of my mouth. But <laughs> I think people would understand and forgive that once they saw your commitment to this look. They'd be like, you know, sometimes Sebastian chokes a little on his earring, his nose ring, <laughs> but like it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> constantly, Jesus, oh, Jesus is in my mouth again. Oh my God, Jesus. You know, I was thinking for a while to get because my name is Sebastian Canelli, I was thinking about getting a dollar sign and a cent sign on my Oh, earring. that's good. Okay. But that's very gaudy. <laughs> yeah. I, that, I would, in- uh, that would give you, like, agency to make some other more creative choices elsewhere or, like, try to be look hot. I, I guess it- the problem with that is it's sort of like, are you are you doing a take on the thing or are you ultimately just doing the thing? You know what I mean? And it maybe might be in that gray space where you could just be a guy doing the thing. Yeah. And not like sort of doing what's clearly like a wink and a nod to the thing. Well, this, I mean, this story is going to, is going to make me feel like I do the thing, but in middle school, I used to sell fake Louis Vuitton earrings. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you get them? My mom got them from a friend that she worked with from like uh, canal street. 
And then, and then she, you would sell them. My mom would buy them for me, and then I would sell them like five dollars a pop to the boys. What was the markup? How much were you paying for them? And then what was your profit markup? The markup, I paid zero dollars because my mom just bought them for me yeah. for me to make friends. <laughs> So this was all profit. This is a great business. <laughs> this was all my mom. My mom goes, How, how's a boy in Staten Island make friends? Oh, he sells fake Louis Vuitton. Here. <laughs> Did you find that made friends? Because I yes. don't always find that I make friends from people who've sold me things. Um, but I guess that's a different thing in sixth grade because it's more of a conversation starter. You know, I think it was more of like I had one and then a couple of my friends were like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I could get you them. And then all of a sudden I was getting a co- like a couple of people, these fake Louis Vuitton earrings. Maybe you should wear those now. That could be fun to bring back. I've looked them up online. I can't find them because I would um, love to wear like a, a fake like uh, Louis Vuitton. I'll stop at Canal Street. And I'll look at the I, I'm all about the fake uh, 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 like uh, high fashion like that. Well, the queers are also fully the 90s are in, which is what makes me think that would happen. Every gay guy is de- dressing like they're an extra in Seinfeld with these like wide brimmed khakis and these awful <laughs> button ups. So I do feel like that could sort of be another version of that thing yeah. feels very 90s the fake louis vuitton earrings that sounds great do you are you gonna do white pants this summer or are you no white pants is that a thing that i don't know about i'm not always up on the trends i hear about them some and not others i, I have think- one pair of white pants so maybe i'll bring them out oh wide not white oh wide i heard white sorry oh. um n- uh, not really no i mean i don't mind stuff that's not like full like that hyper skinny like metrosexual look was a little embarrassing but i do sort of like something that's a little more snug so i'm not gonna go full wide sure i i don't think i'm gonna go full wide either robbie you going full wide this summer or no probably not i think sometimes trend awareness is cool trend chasing is not you have you should look at the trends and say this one works for me this one doesn't this one i'm leaving to the tiktok teens like you know it is ultimately their territory i don't really need a middle part i don't think it looks good on me i don't think it ever will that doesn't mean i'm not aware of it it's i've chosen it's a la carte trends yeah yes i like this because i think one trend that i do like the silk shirt is coming back and i am all about like a shiny silk shirt open with a a guinea tee underneath i am that would be good for you for summer too with your long hair and a silk shirt come on jesus and you gotta find that (laughs) (laughs) and you can borrow my thongs oh my god my pink zebra print thong Oh, that would be a look. I mean, maybe I would be a beach boy then. Maybe you would be a beach boy. (laughs) Josh, Josh, you came on and you want to get loud about something. What do you want to get loud about? Oh, yeah, I gave you some options. And Sebastian went with booze, which is as telling for me as it is for you. You know, that that's what we both sort of offered. (laughs) But I I don't know. It just felt like a good one to to talk about. I like booze. You like booze? I love booze. You got thoughts on it? You got faves? I favorite. Well, I mean, I'm a vodka. I'm a vodka man. I I'm like, not opposed to vodka, but, I like, but I, let's. What kind of vodka are we talking about? I do uh, Stoli. I do that seems Stoli. good. Apparently, a thing about vodka is that, like, because of the way it's made, like, sort of good and bad vodkas are not that different from each other, as opposed to other liquors where they really can be different. So sometimes, like vodka, it's like I feel like you don't have to break the bank. You like a mid-priced vodka, you're gonna be fine. Yes, 100 That's kind of why I like it. Whereas you can have a nice tequila and be like, I taste the difference in this. Oh, 100%. If you're getting like some crap versus like a Don Julio, you feel the difference in your body too. In your you body. You get drunk different. Now, do you still do shots, Sebastian? I, I cannot do a shot and I never will again. I When people even do it like ironically, they're like, let's do shots as a joke. I'm like, I really won't. Sure. It's just, I think it's a bad way to imbibe booze. 
I, I, I was about to say no, but then I realized the last time I hung out with my friends, I did a strikeout. What's that? <laughs> What's a strikeout? It sounds like three shots. It's when yeah. you do. It's when you do when you rip a bomb, and then you while you're still holding in the weed, you take a shot and then you chug a beer and then you exhale the weed. Wow, you did that. Thirty-one years old. Stop! Stop! <laughs> crazy i should have never admitted this that's it was a joke. really wild it was a yeah. joke it was a joke we did it it was a funny joke that we all did it yeah but we all took we all took turns and then afterwards we just had to sit on the couch it wasn't like it wasn't fun it's like it's it was novel that we did it yeah i get like it we haven't seen each other in a year we're gonna do this stupid thing yeah let's do this thing that is completely ridiculous to do and so we i guess so but i'm if i'm at a bar i'll never order shots Oh, never. And and also, I just feel like, I mean, like most of us, I feel like I've drank a lot in the last year. Well, everyone I know is either like fully gone sober or is drinking a lot. Although I don't know that I'm drinking more than I used to because I feel like my old life used to be, it's like I would drink two free drinks at a show on a Monday and another two on Wednesday and maybe one at dinner on Thursday. And then I go somewhere Saturday night and have like 90,000 drinks. You know what I mean? And now I'm not doing that. Like I haven't had a hangover in a year and a half, but I do feel like I have like two or three drinks a night and it probably evens out to about the same amount. It's just spread. Sure. But I've certainly been like making more cocktails at the house, which I always did before. But now it's like, I also got from my grandmother this summer, an old ice box, like, you know, like really old ice box where the dude would come with a block of ice and put it in. It actually looks like a beautiful piece of furniture. It basically looks like a huge chest with these big open doors. Oh, when you I know open exactly it up, what you're talking about. On the yeah. inside, it's all like corrugated tin with like little like wire mesh shelves. And I got it from her because she was moving and she wanted to get rid of it. And um, it's fully like 90 years old. It's really old piece of furniture. It's like my first actual antique that I have, like that's one old and gorgeous and also is like, I have a familial connection because she got it from her parents. So it's my great grandparents, but I've made it into a liquor cabinet. Yeah, it's an heirloom that I now have as a liquor cabinet. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) You take an heirloom and you go, you go, let's make this a little more fucked up. Well, but I actually think it's the right call because from the outside, it looks like, furniture like it fully is wood and looks beautiful so she had it like in an office and just sort of like put papers and stuff in it but that doesn't really honor its original intention which is that it should be in the kitchen but like furniture in the kitchen sort of looks weird so this like ultimately sort of looks like it's a a big gorgeous like you know chest I have in the kitchen but then when you open up you're like oh of course because it's it's a liquor cabinet now so I feel like I'm more stocked than I ever was in my life and can make you like Used to be I could make like one or two things always that you're like, these are the favorites, have it. And now I'm like, I should be able to sort of tend bar in my home if I want. If you're showing off, I'm cu- if someone's coming by, you want to show off for them. They, You say, can I make you a drink? They go, whatever you make, what are you going to make them? Well, I'm going to make them something, but only after I interrogate them a little, which is I'm going to say my favorite drink is a Negroni. And I okay. sub this really nice bitters that this these two brothers in Brooklyn make instead of Campari. And then I also sub in some other things too, but I, but I will never make anyone a Negroni if they haven't had a Negroni and like it. Because I find people who are like, that sounds fun. I'm like, it actually is incredibly bitter. It yes. almost takes bad, but I think it's like the perfect drink, but you have to have like a certain, if you like sweet drinks, I'm like, this is, you just, I should make you a gin and tonic instead, or I should yeah. make you something else, you know? I, 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 gin, gin fucks me up, bro. Gin. Let me steal something from Aaron Jackson that I've made my own, which is he says, and I think this is true, that if you're just like getting a shit well drink at a bar, gin and tonic is basically always the best bet because like I've had some well whiskeys that was like, this is the worst thing I've ever had in my life. You know what yeah. I mean? Even yeah. well vodkas that are like, this tastes truly like ass. But 
bad gin, even if it's awful, still sort of tastes piney. It tastes like Mr. Clean, sort of always. And then when you add tonic with has sugar, it's like, it's sort of always going to come out fine, even if it's not good, but you're never going to be like, I cannot drink this. So that, but that's a different thing. That's talking about bad liquor, but good gins are really nice. Yeah, I like gin. Tanqueray, is that a good gin? I think it is, but there's some that are like more like specialty that like, like there's this dude called Fred Jervis, who lives This is in, made up. This is made up. Fred no, Jervis is a J-E-R-B-I-S. No, he lives no in, those letters don't make sense, okay? <laughs> he lives in, like, basically, like, um, near the... He lives in Italy, but he's, like, close to the Alps on the Italian side. And so he is, like, a botanist who goes hiking and just, like, plucks herbs and then puts them in gin. And also makes the most, like, incredible Amaro I've ever had in my life. Amaro I've gotten really into this year, too. Wait, did you go to Italy to see him? No, I wish. I just like oh went to a nice liquor store and they were like, there's only one liquor store you can get it in New York. And I, my oh, brother, wow. who's really into wine and liquor, like he works in that world sometimes, had clued uh-huh. me into it. And I was like, this is the best tasting thing I've ever had. So then I went to this fancy one and they sort of sold me on the whole tale. And they also, some of this told- could be full of bullshit. Like maybe it's just <laughs> yes. marketing and it's truly just I like mean, there he- is no Fred Jervis. <laughs> he does have a business in Italy. Yeah. Fred Jervis. Um, so Amaro, I would also, like, if you were coming over and we had just had dinner and we were like, let's go to my house for a drink, I'd probably make you a cocktail and before you left, be like, and let's have an Amaro because it's a great, like, nightcap because it's I've a little sweet. Amaro. Well, they, they're all over the place. It's like they're explicit, explicitly Italian and they're like different types of liqueurs, basically, some of which are rather like sort of like, they're all sort of herbaceous, but some are a little more sweet and some are full like, this tastes like the forest. Like, this is like... So they're really fun, like last drink of the night because it's a little sweet, but it's also got like a ton of flavors going on. That's what my I mean, in Italian, we weren't like my family's not a big drinking family. So like it would be like maybe some wine at dinner and then after dinner drinks like that. So and they'd have Amari's. That was like a thing. I feel like that's a very Italian thing. I'm sure if I asked uh, my parents, they would have it. I'm not I I struggle with um, doing a couple of drinks. What do you mean? I only, I, it's all or nothing for me, which I is, a pro, I struggle. So if I'm like at a, if I'm on a date, I'll have a drink. But if it's like, I'm with a friend and they're like, Hey, let's have a couple drinks. I'm like, ah, no, nah, I'm good. I'll Cause you're going to want to have 90,000. Yeah. I, I, I want, and I, I just go, it's not worth it. You know, that, yeah. I really, I'm all or nothing. That's a, kind of why I like driving places. Cause because, then you can't. Cause then I go, I could do three over the course of a night and that's it. Yeah. It's, it's I get like that. nice to have a You've got a, a governor, limit. as it I, were. Yeah. I, have, I, I have a governor, and that governor is uh, making sure that I don't get hammered for, yeah. on a random night of the week. Yeah. Now, wait, same question to you, Seb. If you were, if you were, I'm at your place, you're showing up, you're showing out. What are you making me? And I know you could do the version that's like what you actually would make me in your mom's house right now, or the version of like, what's the fantasy world of like, I actually have all this shit and I do it for you? Because maybe you don't have much stuff. I wouldn't here's the thing if i want to show off to you i'm buying a nice bottle of champagne and i'm popping that and we're drinking okay that's i mean that's that's how a nice bottle of prosecco or something like that that's where i would shine the best it's not going to be mixing a drink you like the bubbles i've been on record saying i my favorite way to drink is in a hot tub with a girl bubbles around me bubbles inside of me okay (laughs) i'm on record saying that's just surrounded by but that is my dream is to be in a bubble bath or with a woman and there's just bubbles everywhere and we're drinking champagne out the bottle, passing it back and forth, giggling, listening to some Frank Ocean. Right out of the bottle, not even in a... I sometimes, love it. Sometimes in a glass, sometimes we're just in a, uh, right out the bottle, not even kissing, sitting on opposite ends, fucking our legs look like pretzels, you know? I think I'm, that's great. 
that's when I'm most confident. Okay. That's what I mean. I was in a I was in a bubble bath recently, and I sent Robbie a picture from it. <laughs> that's nice. Did I you enjoy I, the picture, Robbie? Yeah. I FaceTimed you. I mean, it was like just a very close up picture of him with bubbles on him and the word slut. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and I was like, nice. I guess you're having fun, buddy. That's I mean, if 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 you if I want to show off for you, Josh, we're going to be in a bubble bath drinking champagne. <laughs> bubble bath, not even a hot tub. You want it an indoor situation. No, I want like a big. Yeah, an indoor situation. Because you want bubbles. You don't want the like jet bubbles. That's what I first was picturing. You want actual. This is a bubble bath. This is a bubble bath. And, and then get candles all around. I mean, that, do you have a big bath in Staten Island? No, tiny. you know what? Do you a have big, a bathtub at all? Because I just have like a f- tiny little thing that's just a shat, like New York City kind of vibe. I have a I have a small bath and I tried to take a bath early on in quarantine and then I realized like I could only put four drops of water in by the t- before it like is spilling over you know what I mean? it's like it's still a tiny bath and a tiny bath doesn't ultimately work you, it's no, not what you want from a bath no I want a two person bath just sure. for me almost just yeah. solo why do you like baths are you a big bath man no well I'm not a big one but that's just a thing that I miss because I don't can't have it you know what I mean. It's a classic, that. just like want what I can't have. I think if I had one in my house, I wouldn't actually use it that often, but it, it's certainly a fantasy. It's a special occasion thing. Mm-hmm. I, I've been telling my, my parents have a pool. I go, I get the hot tub. You got to get a hot tub. You got to get a hot tub. They don't want the I love a hot tub. They, they know their son's living at home. We don't want, we should not. Be you want to enable him? <laughs> we don't yeah, sure. To be buying what's, what's that vibe? Maybe you've spoken about it on the, on the um, uh-huh. podcast. Are they happy to have you back? Are they starting to drop some, like, you got to move soon hints in between? Love it. Want me to stay forever. My mom's pitching the idea that I just stay at home saving money until I could buy an apartment. That's her idea. Buy my a mom, place. My mom is so, because I am trying to, I am like working and I'm like trying to save money, you know? Yeah. My mom is so on board with me being home. She every day I go upstairs, she goes, touch me, my son. And we have to hold hands for a minute. That's sweet. And I we, like that. A hundred percent. And obviously being at home infringes on your social life to some degree. But is it yes. totally dead or can, is she chill and you can have a friend over and you can have a like, would you ever bring a date to your house with your parents? If you were like, LOL, this is what's going on. I'm at my mom's. Would you still take it or that's like never? I, uh, I I did bring one person over here during core um, and uh, but like it was it was weird, you know? Yeah, it's like also it's weird when I leave the house to go do something because it's because like, she's oh, like, where are you going? A hundred percent. And my mom will say, this is the rule. She goes, I just need to know if you're coming home or not, because I just don't want to lose sleep. That's her ideal. But like for me to be like, I'm not going to come home. It's like, okay, what's going on? And then there's questions. Me, and come, just meaning like, I'm going to spend the night somewhere. And then she needs to know. She just wants to know if I'm out or not. And she's like, oh, why? What are you doing? She'll like follow yeah, up yeah, with yeah. Some, some like interrogate, like what's going on? And I just have to, ah, you know, the yada, yada, I, you know, it's a little awkward. Sure. It's a little awkward because my parents knew I didn't have sex for months during quarantine because I didn't go anywhere. I mean, my parents knew how long I went without fucking, which is. Yeah, I mean, I, which they don't normally. It's a mystery to them. But this norm- they had really concrete proof. Normally they go, eh, maybe Sebastian's having a lot of sex this month or maybe. Yeah, he's ha- they don't know. But for months, they knew I was having none. Yeah. W- would it be weird if you brought someone back to your dad's if? Your dad yeah, I think I'd home? never. I think I would never do that. But I guess I brought my boyfriend. Like we've gone back and stayed. Sure. I've, so like that's not weird because it's you know. So maybe I, maybe I should open my mind to the fact that I should bring new tricks over to the house all the time. I think my mom would be too into it. But but it's different because whenever I'm at my house, 
Uh-huh. Like it's always short term. It's that thing where like when, you know, like uh, I'm there to see my family. So it's not like I'm prioritizing like getting laid when I'm like, I'm just here for a week. It's like, yes, also yes, we yes. live in New York. It's like, it's so easy to get laid in New York. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Gay people have that sometimes where like you go to Fire Island and I love Fire Island. It's my favorite place. And it's very, I don't know if, has anyone screamed at you about Fire Island? I should have done Fire Island. No, I've um, never, <laughs> but I hear about the deer. I hear about, I hear there's a lot of that is a big the thing. deer are there because there's no cars on the island and you can't even really do bikes. So the, the deer are like no, no natural predators and they just fully come up to you like, hello, you know what I mean? So that's, <laughs> that's really fun. So it's idyllic and you're walking around and it's very house oriented where you like, like everybody goes to tea in the afternoon, which is basically just happy hour, but it comes from the fact that like in the sixties, like one bar was trying to get people out. So the drag queen was like, I'm going to host high tea. And she did a full like Victorian, like I'm the fucking queen and served little sandwiches. And then they called it tea and it became a thing. So everybody would just go and, you know, like get drunk at four or five afternoon. And that's stuck, even though it's no longer that, but now that's a thing where it's like you go to tea, you have a drink, you watch the sun come down, then you go home with your house and you all have dinner together before you ever go out and do anything. You know what I mean? So it's very like house oriented. Yeah, so yeah, I sometimes yeah. have friends who are like, oh, I went to Fire Island and I didn't get laid. And it's like, you live in New York City. You can get your dick sucked like anytime, anywhere. Like that is, <laughs> I'm there to prioritize like being with my crew. So I feel that way about being home where it's like, I'm not going to carve out part of my time to get my rocks off. I'm here to hang with my dad. Like. 100- but that's different in your situation where you're living there. I know it's 100 percent different. Here's the, and here's another difference. I think, I think being a straight man, it's not. I could just get my dick sucked anytime I want in New York City. You know, I maybe think you're right. There's a little bit of a, a difference in sure. like energy around that. Yeah, sure. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll I'll cop to that. <laughs> I'm kind of I'll jealous. honor your experience. <laughs> I mean, if you really, really, really wanted to, I'm sure you could. I, I think Robbie's right. I think you really could just I maybe think not people to your underestimate. Standards. Yeah. Yeah. Outside yeah. of New York City, they don't realize how. I have a hot take. Women are also horny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. They're, yes. They're sometimes differently horny, but they yes. definitely are. And not unilaterally, all of them. And not to the point where you can just assume they want to do anything. But yeah. I trust you could find a lady who wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I know. You You're know right. It might take a little more work. You guys you know don't the... have as much of an infrastructure for it. We have a pretty good phone-based infrastructure. Because it, it's, it's, it's. Dude. Although, isn't Tinder for straight sort of like hookupy or not really? Yeah. I mean, I, you know what the thing is, Josh? I think that's just not me. I yeah, think fair. That's, I I've tried to be that person, and then I get uncomfortable, and then sure. I I end up having long conversations with those people, and I'm sorry. I do, do, do this. Is, I go. This is, and then I, like, I go, should we get in the bath? Should I make us some champagne? <laughs> what can I do to <laughs> fix this? When you do it, when you're in a bubble bath and you're drinking champagne and go, hey, this is just casual. Okay, it's very yeah, yeah. confusing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. Um, yeah, I, I. So wait, but you don't want to stay home long enough to save up to buy a place. You're thinking no, you'll get out. What's no. what's your dream? I'm not holding you to it. I'm just curious of your timeline. What, oh, my dream would be to move out after the summer. Great. And to move to a one bedroom and live alone. And do you have your eyes on any neighborhoods or boroughs even? Uh, I guess Brooklyn, I guess. Or I would live on like the, the my sister lives on the east side of Manhattan. So I would live over there to be close to her because it would be nice to see my sister. I'm sure we would like hang out a bunch. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you want no roommates in your life when you get a place if you can help it. Yeah, I would prefer no. I, I mean, I got my own place a little over two years ago and it really changed the game. Yeah, I think yeah. that like I'm emotionally re- ready. I've lived with, I lived with a partner. I've lived with friends. I want to try this alone thing. Yeah, yeah. But I think that after the summer, because I am planning to have some people. We were just talking about it. That I am planning to have 
people at the pool. And I'm you talking, have a pool party. Well, I'm talking. We're having girls and fogs. Oh <laughs> my gosh! And and wow, you're having a re- an adult pool party. Yeah, I think that we're. I'm gonna try to like have like people over here often because I think the pool at least it's like. Oh, I'll go to someone's parents' house if it's a pool. If there's a pool, yeah. And is this going to be the Staten Island crew of your your boys and your girls, or is this going to be you're pulling in? Pulling are there going to be UCB folks at the Staten Island family pool? What's your dream? Um, I guess it's going to be different different packs, different, different packs. packs, different sure. energies, different packs. You know sure. what I'm saying? Sure. I'm thinking like like this weekend is going to be more of like, oh, we're going to hang out. I'm going to get some nice steak, and it'll be like a more kind of that's we'll, we'll, uh-huh. real nice. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. This next weekend, it might be a lot of uh, Bud Light seltzers. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> much different sort of energy. A, a lot of fucking future. I'm not really down with the, well, to get to thread it back with booze, I'm not really down with the seltzer craze. <gasps> No, I mean, I'm down for sober seltzer, but boozy seltzers don't really do it for me. Why is it because you get agita when you drink it? What's that? Uh, indigestion. Oh, no, no, I just end up. I think it's because I don't really like I haven't found a boozy seltzer yet that's actually using good liquor. It feels like it's sort of like shit liquor, yeah, yeah. and I don't just drink shit liquor really, which is not yeah. saying I'm a total snob. I'm just generally like want something that tastes decent. Like I, I won't, I'm not top shelf. I'm just like, Sounds I don't like want, I don't want the, snob. yeah, a snob who's like, just don't give me anything other than the worst possible thing. That's the snob yeah. I am. Snob in my world. Yeah, fair. I, I go, if it ain't Georgie, don't give it to me. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So I haven't found one that really feels like it, th- it fills that space, but maybe I'm just not, the market's expanding. So maybe there's a, a marginally bougier booze seltzer. Now, if I have three, I get indigestion. And I mean, that can't be a good liquor if I drink, because you want to no. drink at least three. The whole point is it's low calorie. And the perk is that it's low calorie. That's like yes. the main thing. I, I was going to yeah. say, it also feels like a good day drinking, like summertime thing, I guess. But that's me. I'm probably just going to have like a beer or a vodka soda yeah. or a margarita. I fart yeah. a lot from beers. You fart from beers. I, I get, I, I, you know what? I'm sure I have some. Sounds short- like the carbonation is doing something to you. I think it's the gluten. The gluten. I think it's the glu- uh, the gluten comes and it strikes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And when it strikes and you're trying to talk to somebody and then you go home and then you sleep next to them and, and you're waking both of you up because your heart's yeah. so loud. That's yeah. not that's not that's not a good thing. Then song. you're gonna then you're definitely having a long conversation. <laughs> and, 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 it, you, if I fart if I rip ass so loud we both wake up. Uh, we will get in a relationship. You're turning the just, lights on. You're saying, <laughs> yes. let's hash this out. Let's talk. I, we can't go to sleep embarrassed, okay? We need to stay yeah. up until this is sorted out. Never go to bed mad or embarrassed, as they never, say. Never go to bed, bed embarrassed. My parents, they taught me that lesson young. They taught me that lesson very young. That's good. But I I think I uh, I like the um, the White Claws and like the, the seltzer stuff like that because it feels like lighter a little bit you know what I mean? yeah. it is a, the daytime and yeah. i'm not often like what about like a rosé or something because that I, doesn't feel or like a crisp white wine in the summer that feels light to me chris i mean i need like 17 ice cubes and i want to put salsa <laughs> okay great i'm like trash josh yeah you're <laughs> trash i'm tra- i call it a spritzer i would, ju- yeah, you I make would it do a spritzer i'm making a i love a spritzer okay what about let's talk italian what about an aperol spritz i like that it's a little sweet for my flavor yeah, but what about just full Campari and soda? Because the old Italian dudes in my neighborhood like drink that. that all summer, yeah, and I yeah, fucking yeah. love that with a big wedge of lemon in it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. But again, very bitter. I won't sell anyone on Campari unless they're down to fuck with Campari, but I love a Campari and soda in the summer. 
Uh, I 100% I'm all about that. Now, this summer, Josh, yeah. how fucked up do you plan on getting? Because now people are out and about. Or are you I bet, I, bet I will catch? sort of insi- – I'm not a king of, like, getting fucked up. Like, I never black out. That's not really my thing. But what I love to do is, like, in the olden times, my favorite thing is to, like, go out to the club dancing all night where it's like we roll up at yeah. 10 and we don't leave till five, you know, like really doing it. And mm-hmm. so for that kind of thing, you end up like those nights where I'm like, I drink 90,000 drinks. I actually feel like I leave pretty much sober because it's just like paced over the course of an evening and you're dancing. So you end up drinking a lot, but it's not really with the point of getting fucked up. Obviously you get a little, you know, goofy, but yes, that's yes. never my goal is to get sloppy. Um, you ultimately you get inherently a little sloppier because you're just like tired, which I like that. It's like, by the time it's like 4 a.m. you're like, I feel loopy and I'm not even just fully like crossed eyes drunk. So what I do hope is that this summer that comes back in some form for me with like a lot of the gay bars are having like big outdoor parties. And I'm like, that's the kind of thing that I want to be at. And I will inherently get a little bit fucked up or a day at the beach where you're at the beach all day at Reese and you're like having drinks. And then you're like, Oh, I guess it's, it's 9 PM and I'm tipsy. Are you, you could not answer. Is there drugs involved when you, when you're staying out that late? There can be, but I'm not, that's not the main point of my evening either. Like those are, those are always sort of more of um, a social thing to me where it's like, we're going to, the girls are doing a little something and not like everything in moderation, I guess is sort of my thing. And also everything in context. There's certain drugs yes. that need to be used at certain times. You remember the UCB days when these fucking improv trolls would be like, it'd be DCM and they'd be like, I'm going hogwad. And they take a bunch of Molly at four in the afternoon and then just like yeah. be at McManus. I was like, this is not what this is for. Like, I you, was never this is that. not yeah. the right context yeah. for this drug. <laughs> like you take this drug to go dancing somewhere with great lights with your friends who you want to say, scratch my head. I love you so much. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. yeah like, were... I think drugs all have very specific context and you like you, I don't want to trip acid and not be in the woods you know what i mean it's like i think things need to be respected by their context so yeah so the idea that it's like 2 a.m and you're in a bathroom and you're like i gotta do a little bump of something is like well sure this is the context for this moment 100 percent. you're a little tired you're a little too drunk you go boop boop and then you go back out but i'm fucking kaputs with drugs i'm not doing drugs no more i haven't done them in like two years i mean like they're incredibly rare for me and mostly like and that's not even a lie to save face on the public facing podcast it's just like that's not really my zhuzh I feel you. Yeah. I think I, I would do shrooms. I, I'm very interested in this microdosing shrooms. Situation. I've never really tried that, but it comes back to it. Booze is sort of my favorite vice ultimately, but even oh, booze, really? I'm not doing to get fucked up, but that's sort of my favorite just because it's the easiest. It's the, and I think I like to self-moderate. Like I don't like losing control. I like losing a little control, but ultimately I'm never going to full lose control. So booze is like easy for me to do that. Just like have a couple drinks. And I like the, I like cocktails. Like I like the taste of nice. Yeah. I like I th- that kind of stuff. There's I not a that- drug that I like how it tastes. It's like you like how it makes you feel. So booze is fun because I'm like, I genuinely love the taste of a good Negroni and also a little buzz. Uh-huh. Great. Yeah. Bless. I, I still could feel the taste of like, I haven't done it in t- 12 years or whatever, 10 years of like a pill dripping down the back of my throat. I see. Oh, well, yeah. I know this is so disgusting, but like I could still taste that. And I, I'm, like that taste that was something that was like that was like because that meant something was about to happen so you got a little bit of this all or nothing sort of with everything it feels like which is maybe why drugs it's good for you to go the choice is nothing i'm you know what josh i've uh grown up a little bit and i think you're 31 i'm 31 i mean you did rip a bong do a shot chug a beer and then exhale the bong but in all other (laughs) aspects in all other aspects you're 31 (laughs) 
I mean, in all other ass, I mean, I, I am 31. I, I think that weed isn't a drug, first of all, in my opinion. Sure. And I'm not smoking all month now because I, my allergies are bad and I've been coughing. So I'm like, I can't smoke sure. for a month. Um, I don't even smoke that much. I do edibles sometimes, but I don't, yeah. weed's not my favorite vice either. Again, weed's very contextual to me that I'll usually like do a little at night when I'm chilling or uh, sometimes do a cross buzz where it's like, if there's a fun sativa edible, I'll take a little when I'm drinking, when I'm out at the club, but like truly like the small, like a little goes a long way for me. So I can do like 2.5 milligrams and then have four what? drinks and be like, wow, I'm not like stoned, but I'm just like a little buzzy. Sure, sure. That's amazing. But I think I'm a weed white, lightweight, weed lightweight. See, for me, the first vice, my true love from day one, F double O D. Okay, that food. Okay, okay, yeah, that's a vice. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. My, well, that might be my. I mean, that just the way I do food maybe doesn't feel as much as a vice, but I do uh, fucking love good. I love to eat good food. Yeah, you kidding food. me? But I don't. I don't ever really like. I guess I don't, I'm not an overeater. I don't know if that's what we're defining as vice, where I certainly have oh. times where I'm an overdrinker. No, I'm an over. I, it, I like trash food. Chips with cheese in the microwave. Oh, phenomenal. It's truly, that might be my What kind of food. chips? And what like kind to, of cheese? Tostitos with oh, yeah, yeah. shredded, shredded. Well, shredded yeah, yeah, yeah like okay, garbage, cool. You know? That works for me. But that, like, I think as a kid, I like, I think I was an anxious kid and I think you have to deal with when you like don't know what to do. I didn't have a ability to like get my hands on drugs or alcohol. Right. Right. right? Shame. What a shame. <laughs> what a shame. I mean, I could have really used it at the time, right? I mean, but you it's... were selling Louis Vuitton knockoffs and yeah. <laughs> Life that wasn't a vice. I was moving yeah. fast, okay? Yeah. Life was moving fast and I I needed to slow down when I got home. So that's when I would do like a uh, several spoons of peanut butter, you know? Mm -hmm. That would calm mm -hmm. me down. Mm -hmm. I mean, but this is just so the audience knows, this is something I deal with and talk about in therapy. Okay. So do not worry about me. I'm taking you're, care of myself. Honey, you're going to therapy. That's all. Everybody should go to therapy. You're, uh, you, your listeners know this, right? Yes. I, I, I preach therapy, take care of yourself. I meditate, you know, yada, yada. I do all the good stuff. You know, I was doing meditation real well at the first half of the pandemic and I've fallen off, but I should get back on it. It's good to close What's your, your routine. I do. I, well, in the morning I do 10 minutes on YouTube. Okay. 10 minutes. Just yeah. 10 minutes. And usually I do a morning one. And it'll be like, you're going to have a beautiful day. Set an intention for the day. Set, like, I love just that. like verbalizing like things that you need to be doing. And mm -hmm. also, the fucking voices are beautiful. You know what I mean? Like the people yeah. talking on them are truly remarkable. And that's then, a gig and, we're never getting. I, I'm dying. <laughs> I email my manager every day. I go, get me a fucking headspace app. Get me a freaking headspace app, brother. Okay. Can you imagine? <laughs> you? I would love. Okay. Breathe in, breathe out. Oh, that felt fucking good, right? Look, we're yeah. doing it. We're doing the day. <laughs> bro, if any thoughts come in, just gently push them away, bro. Just, yeah. just gently push them away, bro. <laughs> and bring yourself back to your breath, right? Okay. Now feel the tip of your head. Oh, yeah, right? That feels good. You got a lot of LA looks. Let's in do a head. fucking body scan, bro. Let's go right down, bro. <laughs> Let's do a body scan slowly. Nice. And now with those intentions, Fuck the day, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I do. I meditate. And, like, right before this, I literally went for a 45-minute walk outside, listening, just listening to music. I love that. So, like, I do do stuff to kind of, like, I, I, my anxiety Biking has become my, my new thing in those regards because biking actually feels very meditative. In the city, you bike? Started last year, and it's changed my life. It's been – I mean, this sounds full cheese, but truly it's wild that, like, 13 years into living in New York, I've started biking and have been like, I'm learning the city in a new way. Like, I truly have, like, <laughs> been like, I love New York again on my bike. Uh, did you do city bike or did you buy a bike? I bought a bike. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I did the same thing. I got into city, but I mean, last year, if you were in the city during the summer, yeah, exactly. There was nobody you could drive on. So I feel like I've Avenue. always been worried about biking. And that yeah. period of like no yeah, traffic yeah. for three months sort of taught me how to bike in New York. I've always yeah. been like a confident biker, but I was like, I don't want to fuck with this. And I was especially like I'd go to Berlin and Copenhagen and cities that have like actual biking infrastructure and yeah. fucking love to bike there. But always was like, I wouldn't want to do it here. And I feel like that was my training wheels period to be like, this is how you do it without traffic. And then when the traffic came back, I'm like, now I feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. I'm not like a person who's like adamant, like bikes to everything, like bike only. It's, no, all, no, it's no. usually like around yeah. Brooklyn and when it's fun, yeah. but I have a little speaker on it and this fucker gets loud oh. and I'm blasting disco and cruising around. Uh, and it, you beautiful. do have to be, as you know, like sort of like actively engaged. You can't just like, like you can be on a, you know, on a subway, you can fully read a book. So you don't have to pay attention or in yes. a car or whatever. Um, so it's nice that I feel like I'm actually have to be like paying attention to my surroundings. And that part feels very meditative that it's like, you have to sort yeah. of just like notice what's going on. Like I'm literally clocking block by block. Like, look at that, look at that, pay attention. And that feels very, and the physical aspect of it being exercise. I feel like that is my now meditative space. Are you, are, do you sweat a lot though? That's my, that's like, the, that's I, the big question. I do some. Yeah. Especially in the peak summer. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Just that is what it is. And you're you're comfortable just showing but up. I guess I should say, generally speaking, I don't sweat a ton. But when I'm biking, of course I do. But maybe I sweat less than maybe you sweat more than me. And yeah, if it's just, really bad, I'll just bring an extra shirt. Ugh. Yeah. I also bag. don't know if it was the pandemic or what, but it made me so happy biking. Oh, it made me so it happy. Like, I was like joking. I'm going to name my firstborn child City Bike because I was like, this is. It's I don't so know, I made, fun. Yeah. Like, say, you were Robbie, so you got to get a little so speaker long. for your bike. It'll change your life. It's yeah. so fun when you're cruising to music. I would listen to like the insecure soundtrack in my headphones because there's like songs I don't know. And it would be like, uh, that was my like hobby last summer. <laughs> now, did you? I always would feel unsafe with headphones in while I bike. Also, you wear a helmet, right, Robbie? Don't fuck with I, me. You no, wear a helmet. I wasn't. Robbie, you got to wear a helmet. I, know, I do really have to wear a helmet. Tell Robbie yes. to wear a helmet. I, I mean, I'm begging the what kid. Do you, where, do you, where do you put the helmet when you arrive at your destination? Okay, so if you get, it's sort of a nicer helmet. It's this company called Thousand, and they cost a little okay. more, but they look really nice. They have this really clever thing where there's basically a little hole in the side that has a magnet cover, so you wouldn't even notice it's there, but you can pull it off and lock through the helmet, so you can lock your helmet up with your bike. Oh, wow. So then you don't have to carry it around all day. It changes your life because you truly like you take the chain around your bike and then just put it like the lock you lock through your helmet and it's all there. And then you walk off. You live your day. What about the hair? What about the hair? Well, with this sort of scuzzy <laughs> mullet, it honestly, I take my helmet off and I'm like, it's like I've styled it. Like it looks so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. good. But you're right. It can fuck up a certain type of haircut. Uh-huh. It, you, but you, you get good helmet hair. So you're saying. I get good helmet. With this haircut, with this like sort of gross looking mullet, it like. It's as if I styled it correctly, just Robbie, putting on a helmet. We know yeah. you're summer, bro. You're getting a mullet. You're I getting the get fucking it. helmets, right? <laughs> so what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Josh are going to be twins. A hundred percent. It's you so fun. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm not a, I, I'm not a bike rider. I like, I, I mean, for me, I like uh, riding a car, but I just started doing. But I like walk. a big walk too, to your point. I love going yeah. on a big long walk. A walk is fun. A constitutional as Ben Franklin would call it. After you have a meal, wow. you go on a like walk for like an hour. He used to say, it, it's a thing I saw where he was like, you have to do a post meal constitutional for like an hour and a half after every meal. Oh, I, I mean, think it's great. Go for a it's stroll. Good, it's good for digestion. I bet you it's exactly. like, like digest the food, yada, yada. I exactly. also think it's nice to stroll and talk. Completely agree. Great. I'm on the phone. I'm either listening to music or I'm on the phone. Me too. I always, when I'm doing phone time, I go to the park and I do laps while I talk to yes. Yak on the phone. 
my friend my friend t- told me he goes he goes you're on a walk he goes i go yeah how do you know and he goes you always sound happier when you call me and you're on a walk which is very telling like literally it feels just, good to have your body in motion you're, you're getting natural endorphins oh and so i'm all about uh fucking phone time uh phone time on the my walk time you like so to walk with a friend too and gab because that's fun too i yeah. love to meet a friend in the park and be like let's go for a walk and gab you know what i hate walking with the mask on well, the guidance just changed today. I, Thank I, God, because I, like we've known the science for like nine months that it's like, again, I'm fully pro masks, but the same liberals who in October were like, trust science to get Biden elected are also wearing like two masks while they bike alone, where it's like, I mean, I'd rather you be yeah. cautious than a Republican <laughs> yeah. for sure. Like do yeah. whatever makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah. But this is also not science. Like it just isn't. I know. So it's like, I'm not going to knock anybody like whatever makes you feel comfortable. God bless. But you sure. definitely don't need to do that because like the science would indicate it's like you're outside. You're basically good unless you are like fully in someone's grill for an extended period of time. In no world did the CDC ever say you'll get coronavirus from someone biking by you for a fraction of a second. It's like that's never going to happen. So, yeah. so I do think it's we're hopefully going to be in a new we're in growing pains. I get it. We're like not sure what to do. But I feel like soon as we're all vaccinated and we really trust the idea that it's like outdoor transmission is literally like 30 times less likely. It's like yeah. you can go on a walk and not wear your mask with your friend if you want. I know. I'm excited because I love a cold brew. A fucking a cold brew. Short shorts, a sweatshirt, walking with a friend. Oh, see, yeah. I think <laughs> oh. you can do that right now. Even oh. in even in our circle of like our liberal bubble, yeah. I think if you're walking around, you got a cold brew in your hand, you don't have a mask on, nobody's going to be mad at you. And I nor know. should they. Again, the CDC literally today was like, okay, you know what's up. And I'm vaccinated. Like, yeah. And, and yeah, you're yeah, vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. And so most like, of my friends are getting vaccinated or if not already vaccinated. Because exactly. they believe in that uh, stuff, which is nice. Thank very God. nice. Again, to be clear, would rather you be cautious than the alternate. But it's worth reading our own team sometimes and being like, well, y'all yes, acting definitely. a little crazy. <laughs> like, y'all are definitely acting a little crazy. Not you know, as crazy as them, but that's not the fucking point. Like, of course, they're bad. But you're acting a little crazy. Yeah. Josh, things got a little crazy in my house over that stuff here. Oh, because you guys don't politically align? Oh, no, 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 no. No, they were no. super into it. My, oh, my, okay. parents, my parents are very much, we all politically aligned, thank God, inside well, my immediate family. Also, but, again, I'm not really going to knock anybody for doing what makes them feel comfortable. No, it's more not. the like, if you're going to shame someone else for not doing that, I'm like, no. Nah. But also, we're getting to a point where it's like, even if that makes you feel comfortable or has made you feel comfortable, we've now had like months and months of data that you should you should maybe start to allow yourself to be comfortable with certain things. Yeah, Again, I'm think, still saying like, if you're inside with people that you don't know, like, yeah, wear a fucking mask. Or if you're in a big 100%. crowd, wear a mask. But if it's yeah. two people going on a walk outside, girl, you're fine. When you're having your yeah. pool parties with your <laughs> vaccinated the, friends, yeah, yeah. you ain't no, gotta no. be wearing a mask. Yeah. No, I know. Because at some point it's like, if the vaccine works, believe science that the vaccine works, I guess. That's how I feel. And, and with the understanding, <laughs> there's always like a very slim chance you might get it. But it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah that is now For so sure. slim that you should allow yourselves to do things because like hopefully also if you get it it'll be more mild and you'll pass it to less people because the vaccine works it's like we got to just trust science do yeah. you think that w- this summer is going to be out in the streets drinking summer i think it, so i are, hope are, so that's are, what it was are, is last you're gonna allow it, it even yes and people I, are out. because also they're doing that open streets thing is like basically permanent now which is so fucking good you saw that it's, right? no i did not that's amazing that was such a big hit last year and then also for the restaurants and stuff they basically yeah. renewed it for another year with the eye for it to just like be a thing wow yeah. so i, I mean it was still amazing. Gonna get all the street closures you're still gonna get all of the restaurants having a lot more tables outside and so we're gonna have this sort of like fake 
ass Parisian summer where we're like, oh, I know it was pretending so we're Paris, year. but it smells like yeah. fucking piss. It's like yeah. so New York to be like <laughs> really having cafe culture next to a dumpster. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love yeah. it. So I feel like that's going to happen in a big way this summer because you're going to you're going to do the same thing, but with a lot more confidence that it's like this is 100 percent what we are allowed to do all. Uh-huh, because I would do something and then I would go into a full week of panic of if I have COVID. Yeah. Which made, and also my parents were very strict and I, they were like, if you live- Which here, God bless. Gonna, Let's just say it again. Rules. Yes, yeah. I'm God living bless. for free in their house. Yeah. You know? Like, and- Especially last summer too. It's like when we were in the throes of it, 100%. even at that time, there was still enough data to sort of indicate this, but it was like not as much as we have now. And we also, it was so new. So it's like, I get it, girl. Do what makes you feel good. A hundred percent. But now this summer, because my whole family's vaccinated now, where it's, I'm going to be able to go out and not be stressed. I used to have to stay in my basement for two weeks every time if I left you did the house. something. I see. Yeah. So I so was. So this like, summer, yeah, you're going to have pool parties. This summer, I'm finally going to be able to see people. And you know what? I'm a little nervous. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm worried that I'm not socially going to be good. No, I know you're going to be great. Josh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I hope so. Come on, I you've mean, been doing this. You, you can get, you can gab. You got the gift to gab. I could gab, but I think in person I get a little more. Uh, I, I hit highs and lows that people don't realize. So I think when you're thinking about these pool parties that you're like, I want a different theme. Like one's gonna be fancy steak, you know, with my yeah. with my Herald team. The other's gonna be spritzers with the boys or whatever. Maybe the first one you should build in. Sort of, you're like, this is my training wheels. Like I'm, I'm like. I like got the people I know I'm the most comfortable with because I got to say Sebastian's learning to be social again. Yes. Yeah, Maybe I, even find people that you're like, hey, can we sort of go on a practice date like the six of us where we're sort of like, you know, it's like kissing your pillow. You're very like, can we just try out being friends? <laughs> no, if anybody, if anybody sucks at it, no shade. If you ever like tap out, I got to go inside and sit alone for 15 minutes. It's like, it's all good. But then we'll come out of it being like, okay, I can do a real party. Yeah. I think I need you. Josh, you're right. I need to call a couple of my really close friends and be like, come over. Because they're not going to say no. No. They're not going to say, and that's exactly what I need a couple of training wheels. And, and if I things think, get weird, you can be like, boys, this is what's up. I haven't talked in a year. I'm having yeah. trouble. <laughs> I think you'll be fine, Sebastian. <laughs> and again, I don't think you're going to have to use that yeah. sort of white flag, but I'm telling you this. I'm sort of therapizing. It's like, this yeah. is your sort of like security blanket, but I'm really just saying, do the thing. You know what I mean? Uh, my, I told someone this, and they said, if you are uncomfortable, no, everyone has no chance. They go, yeah, they go. You walk into a place you shouldn't belong, and you feel comfortable, Sebastian. Yeah. So I don't know why you're worried at all, but it's just the fear of the unknown. Sure. It's the fear of not knowing. Also, that's why you gotta rip the bandaid, have this first pool party. Then yeah. I, I know you're gonna be texting me four times a week, like, bro, you wanna come over, bro? And I'm gonna be like, yeah. Seb, <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be all over your text every other day, being like, bro, come over, bring that, bring that thong, please, please. Bring the thong. We're we're having Campari, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the booze, a couple of drinks this summer will be nice around people then. Yeah. That will ease the tension for me. Yeah. What's going to be your summer drink, you think? What's oh, gonna... maybe it's the seltzers. No, they give you gas or whatever. The Ajita. Yeah, that one. Ajita. <laughs> it's such a, like an old school, like a nine-year-old's yeah. grandma word. Um, What's going to be my summer drink? I think it's going to be... I mean, I might, I haven't thought about it, but I might do the white wine spritzers all summer. I think I'm going to have a real like sort of dirty white wine summer of like a crisp, easy drinking white wine, but one that's like a little funky, a little earthy. There's a little something funky going on, but it's, it's an easy, it's an easier drinker. It's not big and bold, but there's, there's some grit there. That's going to be my summer drink. I think. 
Yeah, mine's going to be mostly seltzer, and I'm just going to put a little bit of white <laughs> And a wine. little bit of barefoot. <laughs> yes, yeah. just a little bit. Just a little bit, just to make people feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. enough to be like Sebastian's hanging. Yeah, Sebastian's hanging. You're just, yeah, you're you're peacocking, sort of. You're saying, look at me, I can hang. A hundred, and Robbie and I met for the first time in person in months and months and months, and we, and we both drank the whole time. Well, that sounds like a great time. Yeah, just And how yeah, did you do, Robbie, with socializing? How was, was how he good? Yeah, he's good. He's yeah, he'll be fine. Gonna be fine. He'll be fine. You just nice. also could go to a bar, just a place where people are in public and talk to people in public. Josh, it feels like you came on this episode just to make me feel good. <laughs> it feels like all <laughs> you did was, was boost my confidence. I'm going to, I mean, 100% I'm getting this dangly earring now. I think that's going to be good. I only needed one person to tell me yes because everyone and else Robbie's has told getting me a no. mullet. Everybody's yeah. sort of been enabled today. Josh, yes. you might be a problem for us. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you might be. Listen, be careful with what you feed me because you know what you're going to get. You're going to get do it, girl. So don't feed me the wrong shit or else you're going to do it, girl, to something you don't want to do. I know. Oh, my God. I think that it's a. I think that I, I should be careful what I tell you because I do want to wear very short shorts. That you should a thousand percent do. <laughs> Again, if I, I, I promise you, I know I seem like I'm emboldening you, but you've only given me good ideas. Yeah. Real. What would be a bad idea then? Like, I think you should not drink so many of these stupid ass seltzer drinks. But, yeah. but I'm not going to tell you not to, but you noticed when you said that, I didn't go go off, do it. I just went like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. And you did, you did fucking throw Robbie some shade with the, um, with the helmet. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes, you got to wear needs to. Robbie needs to wear a helmet. That I, that I won't stand for. So, yeah, I'm, it's not that I'm not discerning, but when you're feeding me the right answers... I'm going to say yeah. ding, 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 dog. Wear the fucking short shorts and give me the dangly earring ASAP. Yeah. And sunscreen every day? What? I have yeah. no notes. I have no notes, Sebastian. <laughs> what would I say? Yes. What would I possibly say to that? Oh, I, I, I mean, I feel... I, I took a walk today. I got to talk to the beautiful Josh. I feel full. My, I feel so full right now. This is truly amazing. Oh, my God. Maybe I'm going to get a couple of clip-on earrings, too. Because I, you, I, I support that too. I Pass support that too. I 100 about that. Especially I got a clip on nose ring. About. I want oh, to get yeah. a clip on nose ring to like show up at work and be like, let me see how far I could push the dress code here. <laughs> I used to work fun. at a bank, so I was like, yeah. But you think a clip on? Yeah, maybe we'll do clip on earrings. Yeah, and just migrate it one week. Yeah. Migrate and see what they. Because I do want to get in the speed. I used to swim when I was in high school, and the the speedos that are like briefs were pretty much reserved to like the best people. Yeah, like the best person on the team could wear the speedo, but you gotta like it's like a earned thing. So in the real world, I never did a speedo, but I would wear jammers, which is a speedo that's longer. Yeah, so I would like now, to get in that. You're really only competing against yourself, Robbie. So I yeah, think that's you're winning. It. You're it's number one. <laughs> yeah. You can wear the speedo. I could wear the speedo. Hold on, Robbie. Your first you chair. Gonna... Yeah. First you chair. are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robbie. So you're saying that this summer you're probably gonna come to my parents' house in a speedo. Now, I don't know about that, but Wait, I, might, no, no, I would no. like to. Now's the time. If I'm gonna have a speedo, do it one time. Do it one time. Uh, Robbie, if you do it one time, it has to be the first time. You need to ding dong the door. My my dad needs to open. The first time I meet your parents, speedo animal. I want and both <laughs> I think that would really be a lot. <laughs> in a good way, because again, it's like if they're not looking at one, they're looking at the other. It can sort. It can be sort of like yeah. you know, if you're not feeling good about the speedo, you can be like, well, but look at the mullet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you will be feeling good about the speedo. My parents wouldn't care. My my mom, you'd show up in the speedo, and the first thing my mom would say to you is, "You eat everything." <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the first. She wouldn't even look <laughs> twice. She wouldn't even care what you're wearing. She would just make sure that you eat everything, and then you'll be good to go. Robbie, you need to do the speedo thing. I think that we've come to a lot of great conclusions. I think Josh basically built us up this whole episode, mm-hmm. but yeah. we've come to a lot of great conclusions, and it's uh, my games are going to be out. I'm going to be wearing short shorts, and Robbie, the first time he meets my parents, is going to be wearing a speedo with the mullets. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> beautiful. Perfect. Josh, this was so beautiful to talk to you. I had such a great Thank time. you for having me. I had a, I had a joy time, a joyous Josh. time. This was amazing. And thank you, Robbie, for, for your services here as well. Yeah, thank you. Everyone really committed, and everyone did a great job. <laughs> Is there anything that you want to plug, Josh? Hell no. Beautiful. Follow <laughs> Josh on social media, right? Uh, I'll yeah, plug sure. That for you. Cluck, cluck, Josh Sharp. Like the yeah. sound a chicken makes in my name. Only on Instagram. The rest are a cancer. And Instagram is too, fairly, but I, I don't use the rest <laughs> of them. I love that. Uh, and you should go check out uh josh has a lot of great stand-up sets online josh is literally so fucking funny go watch his stand-up sets online uh just type josh sharp into youtube they'll all pop up uh it's truly phenomenal robbie anything you want to plug no just the podcast loud about nothing loud about nothing yes please keep please keep writing five-star reviews we love all you hotties out there all right robbie hit the fucking music (laughs) 